Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shawnee Comedy Subcast. <laughs> Episode 2, sponsored by Honda. Hello and welcome back to another exciting, cynical, bitter and twisted look at the London comedy scene. With me, Shawnee, and my special guest this week... He's a very, very well-known uh, club comedian uh, who owned his own club. He's played the Royal Variety performance. He's played Las Vegas with Dean Martin. Never a stranger to controversy. He is the one and only Bernard Manning. Welcome to the show, Bernard. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, Bernard, it's for a very good reason that you're here this week, because we've got a very special couple of subjects to deal with this week. In fact, two very edgy subjects. So edgy, in fact, that we needed a controversial figure to discuss them. Right, well, I don't know about that, but um, I'll see what I can do. On with the show, then. So, first controversial subject, Bernard, for you is alternative comedy. Now, when you and I were young chaps, Bernard, people told traditional jokes. And nowadays, comedy seems to have gone all observational and whimsical. What do you make of that? Well, that's right, Sean, yes, alternative comedy. Well, I'll tell you why it's called alternative comedy. It's an alternative to funny, that's why. <laughs> And um, tell me, what's the difference then between what you do and what the alternative comedians do? Well, sure, and you see, um, you know, uh, in my day, comics had uh, jokes, you know, um, with a setup and a punchline. Nowadays, it's just a bunch of middle-class fucking idiots prancing around, pretending they're socialists and noticing things. It's a load of bollocks. Yeah, very well observed there, Bernard. You're a very observant man for noticing that um so what what would be the difference between one of your jokes and one of theirs well sean um i'll give you an example of one of my jokes two jews walk into a bar mitzvah there you go it's got a setup and it's got a punchline okay so if you were uh, a whimsical um modern day working class boy what would your alternative comedy take be on that joke well sean it would go a bit like this two hasidic rabbis Walk into a Weatherspoons. Have you ever noticed how sticky the carpets are in Weatherspoons? It's true, isn't it? They're sticky, aren't they? It's a bit like, you know, like that Flotex carpet in old people's home, only it doesn't smell as bad. They go up to the barman, and they both procure, they both procure a pint each of Stella Artois. It's two pounds a pint. It's only two in the afternoon, and the place is full of unemployed people. Have you ever noticed how unemployed people are always pissed and off their tits by two in the afternoon? Funny that, isn't it? You'd think they'd have no money. I'm wearing my favourite Greenpeace t-shirt and carrying a copy of today's Guardian newspaper. It's always busy in here, you know. OK, it's a bit of a shaggy dog story. Where's the punchline? There isn't a punchline, no. No, it's observational comedy. People are pissing themselves laughing because they've been to Weatherspoons and they know exactly what I'm talking about. So, Bernard, you're saying it's like a big setup, or like a story without a punchline? No, there isn't a punchline. Can I lunge at you? I see, yeah, that's quite uh, bizarre, really, isn't it? So when when did this happen? How did it all start? Well, I think the first fucking idiot to start it was that stupid cunt, what's his name? Fucking uh, Ben Elton. Oh, yes, I remember Ben Elton. Always shouting about fucking Thatcher. Thatcher this, Thatcher that. All he had to do was go on stage and say, give us a cheer if you hate the Tories. And they'd carry him fucking shoulder eye from the building, pissing themselves laughing. Yeah, wasn't that phenomenal? No, it was fucking shite. I mean, wasn't it interesting that one minute people were telling jokes and then the next minute they just started noticing stuff and people found it hilarious. 
Not only that, though, they had to have a fucking political message, the silly cunts. And they had to be right fucking posh fucking Oxbridge graduate fucking rich kid mommy's boys. And, right, go on and on about fucking socialism. Never done a day's work in their lives. Fucking labour this, labour that. You don't know the meaning of the word labour, you fucking soppy twat. Again, Bernard, very, very well observed. Um, I've noticed that too. Uh, Russell Brand, for example, has been in the news very recently uh, talking about politics in a fashion um, and the whole observational stuff. Do you know what? I was heckled a month ago by some young fucking pube in a silly hat and a stupid suit. And I went up on stage and his heckle was, you're old, right? That was his heckle, you're old. How fucking hilarious is that? It's not fucking funny at all. Well, get this, Bernard. He had his comedy clique with him, and they all pointed and laughed at the old man on stage and went, ha, 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 look at the old man trying to be funny. Ha, 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 as if it was the fucking funniest thing they'd ever heard. Fucking silly cunts. And it's not even fucking true. I'm 83 and you're half my age. You're fucking young. I like you, Bernard. Silly bastards. What a load of fucking nonsense. Utter shite. Bollocks. Fucking wank. Okay, so I can safely conclude then that alternative comedy isn't as funny as a lot of people make it out to be. I've actually noticed recently, Bernard, that gagsters, punsters, traditional jokes are making a bit of a comeback on the London comedy scene. Yes, I've noticed that as well. It's about fucking time as well. People are actually laughing at jokes like they used to in the good old days. Things go full circle, you know. Fucking bell-bottom flares came back in. Very, very true, Bernard. Uh, comedy tastes, I guess, like fashions, uh, are changeable, and they do tend to come full circle around once every, I don't know, decade or two. Right, so the alternative comedians we've been talking about, um, they, they don't have jokes, they don't have punchlines, but uh, they do have star quality. Which brings me on to uh, something else that uh, I've noticed this week. Hills Jago, Jago, Yago, I don't know how you fucking pronounce it, the uh, the uh, Geschäftsführer of the Amused Goose uh, comedy brand has been adding all the, all the comedians on Facebook. And not just the handsome young 20-something middle-class boys, she's been trying to add middle-aged men like me, for example, and working-class people. What's that about? I don't know. If you know, um, text me on 0776-777-1850. Text your answers, please. They're free of charge. Network charges may apply. Good. Okay, Sean, right, let's move on to subject number two. Sexism in comedy. Thank you, Bernard. Yes. Hot topic number two this week. Is comedy sexist? What do you think, Bernard? Well, it is fucking sexist. It's, it's proper fucking sexist. It's more sexist than it's ever fucking been. What do you mean, that there's a glass ceiling and female comedians can't progress and it's a patriarchal rape culture that's dominating the whole of the comedy industry? You fucking what, you daft twat? No, I don't mean that at all. What I'm actually talking about is the sheer number of fucking women-only comedy gigs, right, and their own female-only comedy competitions. There's fucking loads of them. If you've got a cock, you can't enter them competitions. If you've got bollocks, you can't do one of their comedy nights. You can go in the audience, but you can't perform. Outrageous, blatant gender apartheid. Absolute, unacceptable sexism. What do you think would happen if we had a male-only comedy competition or a male-only comedy night where females were not allowed to perform, but they could come in the audience? Well, it'd be fucking hell to pay, wouldn't it, Sean, lad? You'd have all them shrill, hectoring voices nagging you, calling you fucking this, that and the other. 
Misogynist, racist. Yeah, well, maybe men should grow a bigger pair of balls and stand up to all this and put a fucking stop to this blatant sexism. Anyway, that leads me quite nicely onto the next question. Um, Bernard, are women funny? As a rule, no. (laughs) What, you mean none of them? Actually, no, of course there are funny women. There are plenty of funny women. But um, I'll tell you what's funny. Female comedians who don't like being told that women aren't funny. What do you mean by that, Bernard? What I mean is the reaction you get when you say women aren't funny from female comedians. That's funny. Absolutely. Because they should know you're pulling their leg. They should fucking know better. That's right. But as we said earlier on, everyone's got a political T-shirt nowadays. So I suppose it gives them a chance to say, Oh, you're a sexist dick. You're a misogynist. You're probably right, Sean. Yes, you're probably a racist as well, you fucking twat. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Bernard. You see, the thing about comedy, Sean, is it's a meritocracy. What that means is you're either funny or you're not, right? It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy or a black or a white or a Jew or a Muslim. If you're funny, you're funny. That's right, Bernard. It's absolutely classless. It's a total meritocracy. I agree with you 100%. And if comedians are having to define themselves by belonging to a minority, which is actually 52% of the population, i.e. I'm a woman, I'm a female comedian, if they're making a big issue out of their gender, that's their fucking problem. Absolutely, Sean. And you know what? The funniest females never mention their fucking gender at all. Funnily enough, I think you're right there. Of course I'm fucking right. Every funny woman doesn't have the need to go on about being a woman. It's only the shit ones that bitch on and on about their gender. Oh, I can't get gigs at the comedy store because I'm a woman. No, you can't get gigs at the comedy store because you're shit. You're not fucking funny. Oh, this audience doesn't like me because they're misogynists. No, the audience doesn't like you because you're a political fucking feminazi bastard. That's why. And you're not fucking funny. Write some jokes and be funny. Then they'll like you, you twat, and stop being a cunt. (laughs) Very well put, Bernard. Very well put indeed. Okay, well, the Shawnee comedy cynical bitter twisted sodcast has just passed the ten minute mark. So let's not drag it on. Let's not do a whole hour like all the other comedy podcasts that are proliferating at the moment. Oh no, let's be different. Let's keep it short and sweet. Brevity is the soul of wit. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Please send us your suggestions for new topics you'd like us to cover and new guests you'd like to hear on forthcoming comedy sodcasts. And I've been Bernard Manning. I've been dead for quite a few years, but it's been a pleasure speaking to you from beyond the grave. Okay, a final message from our sponsor, Shawning.com. S to the E to the A to the N, I to the E dot com. If you need a voiceover... Go to Shawnee.com. He's got three microphones and over 9,000 voices. Shawnee.com. For all your voiceover needs. Okay, that's the end of the show. Thank you very much and good night. Or good afternoon. Or good evening. Good morning. Good day. Goodbye and fuck off.